Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Laura Pitney, and I'm here today with Sonia Schaefer and Karen Smith, and we're going to be answering a question today. All right. Here it is. Bring it on. What are one or two, or three, four, whichever we get to, (laughs) common homeschool mistakes that get in the way of success with the Charlotte Mason methods? Hmm. I think we've all been there, right? We have made mistakes. Well, at least I have. I don't know about you. A few. (laughs) And we talked to a lot of people in the booth and um, helped them with some mistakes they might have been blind to or need help with. One that comes to mind um, that I hear quite often is they try to cram too many books into each day. They think that Charlotte Mason's all about living books, Mm -hmm. which is a hallmark, but then they think they need to read, you know, six and seven books each day. And if you look at Charlotte's schedule, it's not like that at all, especially in the younger grades. They were only reading from two books a day, maybe three at the most in those younger grades. So that's one mistake Mm -hmm. I often see. And the other thing, I don't know how long you have here. I'll just keep talking. (laughs) But the other thing with trying to cram too many books in a day Mm -hmm. is that it can push aside a lot of other things that are of importance, like the, well, picture study, music study, all those other Mm -hmm. subjects that don't use books. Yeah. And... Cramming all of that into the day, okay, I'm going to move on to my second mistake, okay? Okay. You, you don't have you. anything to say yet, right? Nothing. <laughs> I'll just get mine done, then you can take the floor. The other thing is if you focus so much on the book reading and the academics, it's easy to also push aside the character training yeah. and the habit training that needs to take place. Yeah. So those all kind of go hand in hand, I guess. Yeah, kind of getting lost in the academics versus seeing the whole person and the things that we can instruct that are outside of those school hours. Yeah, and even in the school hours, because so much of education, uh, we are educating a person. And so two-thirds of that is the atmosphere we set and the discipline of the good habits. So it all... It's, it's all a big package. We're not just dumping stuff into their mind. Right. So finding the right balance yeah. with the books and the habit training, that would be a way to counteract that, that natural mistake that we yeah. see a lot. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Just keeping in mind the whole person and not, not going overboard on the number of books that you try yeah. to read during the day. Yeah. That's, that's where it know, all started. We know there are some book lists out there that are miles long, that says, do this, do this, do this. There are so many good book lists, but the temptation is I've got to do all of it every day, and it's a good thing there's so many good books, (laughs) but don't try to do it all. All right, Karen, let's hear some words of wisdom here. We're ready. I think one that I see quite often is um, trying to make the education fun for the child and not requiring the child to do the work that you know yeah. that child can do, yeah. or even raising the bar just a little bit and ask a little bit more yeah. of the child. Education can be fun, but it's not about being fun. Yeah. Sometimes they have to buckle down and do the work. Yeah. A lot of Charlotte Mason methods are what I would call enjoyable. Yes, enjoyable is different though than being fun. I would agree. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're the entertainer. Exactly. And if the child is not giggling and, and saying, Mommy, I want to do more, mm-hmm. then we failed. 
Right. That's not necessarily the case. Right. So yeah. what would you say to the mom that would feel discouraged thinking that maybe their children won't like her anymore? Like, what would you say to that? Because I feel like that's kind of the root of that emotion is we want mm. our children to love the education, it, it love the books. But that means that they either like us or don't like us. We take it personally. Well, I mm. agree. Yeah. But when you are wearing the mom hat yeah. and your child doesn't obey, mm-hmm. do you try to appease the child right. or do you make the child obey right. because you know that's what's right? And do we worry then about if our child will like us or not? Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's kind a good, of the a good same thing type to reflect. of thing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's, sometimes children respect us more mm-hmm. if we make them do what they know they can do yeah. rather than appeasing them. Yeah. It's... It's kind of like um, the best kind of love, that thinking love that Charlotte Mm -hmm. talked about, that it's not just doing whatever makes the child happy, but it's giving the child what is best. And and as you said, we have to remove our personal Mm -hmm. feelings about that sometimes, knowing that we are doing this out of love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, And as you said, sometimes we're also helping the child not just do what they know they can do, but do sometimes more than they yeah, think they can do. Yeah, stretch them a little bit so that they learn that they can do a little bit more. I am, I can. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So with that thought in mind of sometimes as moms, teachers, we kind of let our emotions get in things. Um, I started thinking about mistakes that I have seen when we've been in the booths traveling or, um, you know, forums, that kind of thing. And one mistake I feel like I have seen a lot is that when we decide to homeschool, we think we have all our ducks in a row or we have to have everything, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. our mm-hmm. act together, like we know everything what we're doing. Everything organized just perfectly. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that's a mistake to think that way because we're honestly, I feel like, setting us up for failure because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Who of us have our ducks in a row? Like, I'm not raising my hand. You're raising your hand. <laughs> or you never get started Correct. because it's never yeah. the way you want it. Right. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's this misconception that I have to have my act together because I'm deciding to homeschool and educate my children because if I don't, it's going to look badly towards the homeschooling idea or I have maybe friends and family that are against homeschooling, so I'm afraid I'm going to dig a pit and they're just they're going to see that I'm I'm not worthy of it. So mm-hmm. I feel like there's a lot of emotions attached to th- that side of things when really it's about loving our children enough to give them the best of ourselves and what we can give them and they're going to see that we're learning alongside of them. We're going to mm-hmm. try it and we're going to attempt it. And if it doesn't work, we're going to try the next thing and we're going to keep evolving and adjusting. And so I think the mistake is once we have it together it stays that way. No. Yeah. No, <laughs> no yeah. it's always changing. You know? Yeah. And that's okay. It's and, life. And I know? think if you're just starting out, sometimes the beginning of the school year or maybe you were just starting homeschooling, mm-hmm. it's better to get a few things going well to begin with and add in more as yeah. you become more comfortable than it is to try to do right. everything at once and fail miserably, yeah. miserably at it. I can't yeah. say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is setting yourself up for success yes. in that way. Yeah. The other mistake or common mistake that I feel like has crossed my path is that you should never ask for help. Mm-hmm. No. That you've decided to homeschool, therefore you do it. 
you handle it, you figure it out, that kind of thing. And so I know personally, I have that has come to light in my own life that it's okay to ask for help. Sometimes I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what to do next. And mm-hmm. when you stop and think about the good resources that are around you, friends that have been doing this for years, online resources, mm-hmm. uh, like we mentioned before, forums, which I know, Karen, you're you know a huge part of our forum. So to think about that you can stop and ask for help, and that's okay. I mean, what would y'all say to that? Sometimes asking your husband for help. Just a listening yeah. ear sometimes yeah. is all you need as you work things out in your mm-hmm. own mind. You just need someone to listen at times. Yeah. Sometimes you don't know, what am I going to do next? What are the options? And asking a more experienced homeschooler who's already been yeah. down that road is a good way to get information right. so you can make a better decision for your family. Yeah. Another mistake that came to mind when you mentioned mm-hmm. that is pushing our children to learn something or to tackle something when when they're younger, mm-hmm. too early, let's mm-hmm. say. For example, um, starting with English grammar yes. in first grade. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's not the Charlotte Mason approach. And requiring written narrations mm-hmm. or even requiring the child to do copy work before they can read. Yes. They have no clue what they're doing. I mean, one letter. If they're learning one letter, that's fine. But yes. But requiring them to do a whole sentence that they do not know what it says, mm-hmm. things like that, where you're you're just you're feeling the pressure sometimes from these other people or from yourself because we all know what's the number one fear when you start to homeschool. You're going to fail your children. I'm going to ruin my child. That's <laughs> that's the number one fear. We yeah. hear it all the time. We had it ourselves mm-hmm. when yeah. we started. Yeah. So sometimes that pressure, either that we put on ourselves or from other people, mm-hmm. makes us want to just push them. As we were talking earlier about, you can do more than you think you can. Well, there's also a balance there. It's not pushing them to do more than they should especially in a Charlotte Mason approach. It's not pushing them to do things that are not age-appropriate. Yes. But stretching the child within that child's abilities. Yeah, for sure. And Charlotte had the good reasons for delaying some of those studies Mm -hmm. until the the children were older. It just makes total sense when you study child development Mm -hmm. and the layering of how she taught things. It it all works out. It It does make sense. But often I see that mistake yeah. that they're pushing a little mm-hmm. too hard too soon. Right. All right. So I'm going to ask you a question. Are you ready? Maybe. Are Maybe. we ready? <laughs> you're, I know you're scared. Here we so go. how long have you two been friends? Give me like an estimated um, years. About 30, 30 years. years. 30 years. Yeah, probably 30. And I'm guessing that y'all have probably helped each other through some of these common mistakes, whether they were the ones we've mentioned or other ones that were related to y'all personally. No, we never talk about homeschooling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when we started yes. out, when we started out, um, we both were going to dive into doing Charlotte Mason, and we were the only two in our vicinity that we knew that was doing Charlotte Mason. Mm-hmm. We did not know anyone else, yeah. and so. We kind of helped each other along as we were learning right. things and stayed in touch all these years. We didn't have yeah. the internet. We didn't. So <laughs> that's true. It was we had we really did have to figure it out on yeah. our own a lot. Yeah. Without um, the resources that are available yeah. today to moms. Yeah. yeah. So, what advice would you give 
to a mom who just realized, you know what, I have been making some mistakes and I need to break that mold. I need to, you know, make some changes, but yet she's just feeling kind of defeated. What would you say to that mom? Number one, I would say, give yourself some grace. Yes. None of us has it all together. Mm-hmm. And we make mistakes all the way along. If not the ones we mentioned, mm-hmm. we make other Brothers. ones. Mm-hmm. And the mistakes are often the best learning opportunity. Once you recognize that mistake, then don't waste your time beating yourself up over it. Find out what the solution is or what solution will best fit your family and take the first step. Yeah. Don't think, I have to fix all of this. I have to do it perfectly. I have to do it now. You know, go from here to here and be yeah. perfect at it. Yeah. Just take the next step mm-hmm. and you'll, you'll be heading in the right direction. That's the big thing. Mm-hmm. What would you say? I pretty much like what you said. Um, reevaluate what yeah. you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's you're pushing some of the academics too soon for a child, back off on yeah. that and just set those aside for a while. Yeah. If you're um, if you're making reading too things, many books, making in a day. too many books in a day, mm-hmm. choose the ones that everybody's enjoying the most and yeah. continue with those. And put the others aside. Mm-hmm. Put them in a you know. Let the children read them on their own. When they get old enough. When they get yeah. old enough yeah. or, um, or read them another time. Yeah. Did you have this problem with your kids too? Once they got old enough that they were reading on their own. I wanted to read with them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But after a while, they had read all the books that we had in the house that were at their level and they wanted more. Yes. And, and so if you have more of those titles mm-hmm. stockpiled, mm-hmm. It's not so much, oh, we're, mm-hmm. we're never going to get to them. It's, hey, yeah, I've got another one you might enjoy here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I think one thing that kind of gives me an anchor when I think about past mistakes and I think about all the mistakes I'm going to make is that, yes, I have my children for those 12 years of their education, but the big picture is I'm teaching them these life goals, if you will, of, okay, I'm going to learn how to be curious and find the answer. I'm going to learn how to enjoy a book and uh, be able to choose the next one I want to dive into. But for me, knowing that once they are done and are leaving my house, that they can continue learning and educating themselves and learning from their mistakes when, as they see me learn from my mistakes, Mm -hmm. I find that encouraging to me because that's life. It's like we said, you know, Mm -hmm. there's you know, we're going to get on the bandwagon of our homeschool is going to be like this and I'm going to do it well. And then, you know, life circumstances happen and everything falls apart and that's okay because Mm -hmm. that is still a learning time. Mm -hmm. And then you pick up and move on. So for me, that encourages me. That's kind of my anchor I hold on to. It's kind of, I think you might've used this illustration before. We're here laying that net and As they grow and as the Lord teaches them, He's the one filling in the gaps and their life experiences are going to fill in that gap. But we're laying that foundation of what education should be like and Mm -hmm. how to pick up up ourselves when we feel like Mm -hmm. we're totally a failure, which I think is common for the homeschooling mama (laughs) to feel like a failure, failure, unfortunately. It's something we struggle with. It's a huge Mm -hmm. life lesson to be able to learn from your mistakes, Mm -hmm. view it realistically. Yep. I'm not yeah. perfect, yeah. but here's what I learned. Isn't that great? Yeah. And move on from there. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's a wonderful thing. And I think you hit on one of the keys for 
you said, how do we move past yeah. our mistakes? How do we do that? Is to remember that learning does not end with graduation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's a lifelong And doesn't pursuit. that just help you relax a little bit mm-hmm. and know that all this mm-hmm. pressure we put on ourselves for these school years, it's okay? Yes. We still want to do it well and do Absolutely. it the best we Absolutely. can. Absolutely. I mean, there's freedom in knowing that it's a long-term thing we're trying to teach them. Yes. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you being guest on our podcast today. It has been enjoyable for me (laughs) to host you, and I really appreciate that. Thank you for your words of wisdom. Thanks for joining us for the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm looking forward to our Charlotte Mason Together retreat in July. There are still some spots left if you want to join me and other Charlotte Mason speakers for a wonderful time to rest, refresh, and refocus for your best homeschool year yet. Visit simplycm.com retreat to secure your spot.